0: Excuse me. Has anybody
1: seen uh, yeah, yeah. That was a joke about the world being flat, right? was it? Why does it seem like the further we go back in history, the more advanced we were? You're telling me people were so primitive they took a hammer and chisel and made this?
0: President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. When we were successful
2: this because Kansas is going
0: bye.
3: Welcome back, fellow truthers and conspiracy junkies, to another episode of White Rabbit. I am your host Catalyst Jones and in the co-pilot seat you know this motherfucker he is the coolest man alive and it is his birthday today Sean Chris from Kill the Mockingbirds what is up brother What's good y'all Man are you excited about this show cuz I'm excited about this show
2: I'm excited for every show man I love talking to people I talk too much man I stayed up last night until
3: like 1:30 talking to people about nothing
1: so <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, saw, I saw you I saw you debating <laughs> last night man you it, yeah. that was awesome uh, without further ado, we have Matt, the UK Patriot, making a comeback. Only this time, we're going to be talking about something that is really important. No more Disney, no more of that stuff. Today, we're going to get into some really, really good stuff. Matt, welcome to the White Rabbit Podcast.
4: Bro, thanks for having me back. appreciate it.
3: Absolutely, brother. So um, you're, you're kind of a hit right now. You want to tell us what's going on with that?
4: Yeah, so I finally found my calling, I think. I'm having to speak about, you know, they say you find your path on the road that you don't want to take. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. I remember when I was docs back in 2020 and like I never came out about stuff before because I didn't want to be known for what I was. I wanted to be known for the truth I was putting out there, but it's got to the point where I've realized the truth I need to be speaking is my truth because children are under attack right now and the LGBTQ community um don't want to hear anything from anyone who isn't part of that community they think that everyone's a homophobe or a transphobe i still get called a transphobe even though i'm trans myself you know <laughs> but it, people listen more you know if you if, if they can relate
3: exactly so um so for people that don't know um you are you were trans you transitioned from female to male and yeah. uh you kind of made it in the um internet world as speaking out about all the fucked up shit that's been going on but recently uh, i it's been less than a year i would say that you actually openly came out that you are a trans person because that was probably really hard in the movement that we're in yeah uh, and and you probably got a lot of uh, backlash on that so how has that been since you openly come out are people accepting to that or
4: Yes, honestly, here's where people get things so wrong, because you constantly hear conservatives, transphobic, homophobes. You know, you hear this all the time. I was scared of coming out um, when I was docs because of the fact that there's this Hollywood agenda going on. Uh, We know about how, you know, they have to sacrifice one of their kids or transition them. Like, so to be a trans person and come out in the truth movement as being trans of all of this, like, it was really nerve-wracking for me. Uh, the video the video popped off uh, people came out uh, outpouring their love like being so nice going we accept you because you're not trying to force stuff on us like the kids need help and uh, all things like that the only hate i have had is from the actual community that are apparently all about love right it's them yeah
2: so the people that are supposed to support you that 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 allegedly are on your side
0: yes <laughs>
3: but un- yeah. unfortunately Ironic. A, lot of the, a lot of those people are just uh stuck in one mind one state of mind right and and then um if anybody speaks out against anything that has to do with the lgbtq movement they get just har- harassed like un- unbelievably harassed and i've i've seen it i've i have uh, other trans friends that not just you and i've seen some of the backlash that they're getting and it and it's it's bad. It's like, oh my god! Like they're trying to make people kill themselves.
4: It is really bad. I mean, when I look at where this whole movement has gone, it's actually really heartbreaking. Because I remember being being young in school, and like, um, I don't know if you saw my video where I explained my story, but I knew I was, I I felt like I was in the wrong body from age five, and my situation is more unique because it was a birth defect. Like, uh, all babies start off in the womb as female. Uh, my mom was told she was having a boy and then my bloods when they came back eventually when I did go through with stuff showed I had 10 times more testosterone in body than a female should have um but despite all of this when I was in school even being gay was kind of taboo you know like and I'm only I'm about to turn 31 so this wasn't even that long ago right yeah. so like even being gay was kind of rare then and then when you look ever since I left school it's like there's been a fast forward button and it's c- accelerated and now I've got parents in my inbox saying that uh, their daughter is in uh, not ninth grade, I think that is, which is what, uh, no, sorry, the grade where you're nine years old. What's that? Uh, I don't know uh, American school very well. Uh, third grade, I think. Maybe second, okay. second or third so, grade. Third or fourth,
2: yeah, somewhere around there.
4: Okay, so in the, the ages that were like nine to 11, 200 students in that school were identifying as LGBTQ in just those years. And people but, think there isn't a trend going on here. That is a proof of it.
3: Yes. So that's that's what I, I really want to get into is, is it's almost like it's the cool thing to do. Yes. And there's so many people that have transitioned and regret it. So I yes. I, I hope you don't mind. I'm gonna ask you some hard questions.
4: No worries, go for do, it. Do
3: do you ever regret transitioning?
4: So because of my situation, like where my body obviously had the tea, it's kind of leveled me out actually, but When I did wake up in 2020 to all the other stuff and then I stumbled upon the trans agenda, I did consider detransitioning at one point because it filled my head with all this information I didn't know before. And I thought back to when I went through the whole process and they say they give you a psychiatric evaluation, but I really wouldn't call it that. They literally turn around and say to you, do you know the side effects? And if you say yes, they go, that's great.
3: But nobody really knows the side effects. Have you, seen the, uh, have you seen the documentary, What is a Woman by
4: Matt Walsh? I've been told to watch it. I've seen parts of it. And the, the little bit I saw, the, uh, the montage of the TikTok videos, terrifying.
3: So there's a gentleman in there who was uh, born female and transitioned to a male. And now his life is cut short. And he's experiencing extremely bad um, side effects from what's going on. And he wishes he never did it, even mm-hmm. though he feels he should have been born a man. Um, it now his life is cut short. And that that's uh that's not something that's very uncommon in people mm-hmm. that transition. So mm-hmm. the, the side effects, like you're saying, do you know the side effects? Yep. OK, cool. Let's go go forward with it. People really don't understand until they have to go through it. And mm-hmm. from talking to other trans people, I, I've been told that it's a very Painful like physically painful process after after your transition. So how long, how long after you transition till you started to feel okay, and are is your life cut short because of this.
4: So. I haven't been told anything like that, but I do know that um, when you go female to male, because men are more likely to have a heart attack than a female, you're three times more likely to have a heart attack. Um, The side effects I had that I struggled with the most was they do not tell you when you transition that. Going through these hormone changes are going to make you an emotional roller coaster. That is something they left out. Okay. So, when I was uh, before I started testosterone, uh, the female way to react to things that are quite intense is you, you tend to get more emotional and cry. But with testosterone, you feel anger quicker. Right. Hmm. So, I was not told any of this. And the first uh, year or so of being on testosterone, I was getting scared of my own behavior because things that would normally upset me were making me angry. And I was punching my pillow. And I'm not a violent person, but it's so hard to control these emotions that are alien to you. It was like I didn't even my personality was the same, but I didn't know my body anymore. I didn't know my reactions. I couldn't I couldn't tell you how I was going to respond to something until I went through it. And that put me through quite a traumatic time. Um, Before even having surgery, you know, because I was like, why am I reacting like this? Is there something wrong with me? Um, People would call me out if I got a bit emotional about something and it was embarrassing. It really was. So, well, it's like
2: different too. And, and I think so part of the problem is that we don't have get to have open, honest discussions about things. Everybody yes. goes far to one side like, oh, you either don't do that or, oh, you need to do it right now instead of like, mm-hmm. hey, what's right for you? And, and so nobody really gets to get real information because there's, everybody's too polarized.
4: Exactly. And the thing is with this argument regarding uh, children transitioning, I've noticed the trans people who are defending it. Other the ones who have still got that victim mentality from how they felt back then. So for example, um, I've explained in videos before that when, when I was growing up and I felt this way, my mum would give me the advice, like you shouldn't do it to your older. When you hear that as a child who wants to transition, you think you're so mean, you're so cruel. But when I got older and I went through the physical changes myself, I was so grateful for my mom. I apologize to her because I nearly yeah. lost a nipple with my top surgery. You know yeah. now, now, can you imagine a child going through that? Their bodies aren't developed yet. It's going to cause them probably a lot worse damage than it was for me in a fully developed body. Um, so these trans people who are defending it, they've either got their head in the clouds or they're still in that mindset they were then.
3: Well, I, I showed you a screenshot of yes. a a a conversation that i was having uh with a male that transitioned to a female and she told me that if she had to wait until she was in her 20s that her life would literally be in danger that she probably would have killed herself Mm -hmm. so i think that there is a gray area there that that should be talked about because it's not necessarily like i think that her her circumstances is is different though because i don't think that that's everybody i think that it was very rare she knew that that early on so um i don't want people pushing this on kids however if somebody does feel that way at a young age what do you tell them
4: well this is the thing because like i said i i was that person i knew since i was five years old I was saying "Mom, I think I'm a boy I think I'm a boy and my mum was a bit taken aback like this because like I said she was told she was having a boy her whole pregnancy so when I came out I was meant to be called Max so there was this she I came out and, and I had a female body and then she called me Amy and uh, that was confusing for her because she didn't have that name planned you know she was adamant she was having a son so when I turned around to her she was a bit like But at the same time, she kept saying to me, "This could be a phase. Children don't know what they want, and that is absolutely true. I mean, when I was a kid, one minute I wanted to be Batman, then I wanted to be, you know, a uh, firefighter. Inanimate objects, you know what I mean? (laughs) People want to be. Kids want to be all sorts. They want to be unicorns, superheroes. So the other thing as well that I say, especially when it comes from the female to male angle, is being a girl when you're young." is hard because you get told you're gonna start periods. You're gonna probably have to carry a baby one day. And then you see, and and there's this this, uh, stereotype with girls where you have to always look picture perfect. You have to put your makeup on, you have to do your hair. So there's a lot of tomboys. You get a lot of tomboys when they're young because they see boys just being able to have fun and do what they do. And they think, oh, I wish I was a boy. And I've actually had so many women comment on my video saying, that exact thing, and that they're now married with three kids, right?
3: And yeah. they and they love their lives, right? Yeah, they I, love their lives. And I grew so up sad. with a tomboy. She actually played basketball and on our high school basketball team because she was that badass. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's married with kids. And yeah. I think that if it was today, she would have been uh, forced to transition. Maybe yes, not forced, but pushed right. into
4: that direction. You're right, I had, there's so many of these women who said this to me, literally said, I'm so glad that I wasn't that age in this day and age because I probably would have done something I would have regretted later down the line. Because now it's got to the point where if a boy wants to play with girls' toys or girls want to play with boys' toys, you should change your whole identity because that means you're trans. That's where it's has that's just
3: not the case. You know, I used to hang out with my cousin and um, all she had was girl toys. So we would play with Rainbow Bright toys and Barbies Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And that doesn't mean that, i should have been a girl
4: (laughs) exactly it doesn't
2: (laughs) no but it goes i think it comes down to the parents right like you have to know about your kid like me and my daughter have a great relationship Mm -hmm. you you should be able to have of course you're gonna get mad at your parents sometimes you're gonna uh you know where you disagree but if you can constantly show them a love and affection and 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 give them direction because like obviously it's something that most parents would not it's it would take you back a little bit that would take me back a little bit like i would still support it but i would be the same way like hey look i get it like i I told a lot of people, I said, I personally would wait until you're 25. I know it sounds crazy because it's a long way. Yeah, your brain develops. And then if you feel like that, then that's where you should go for sure. Because now it's you're fully where you're at. I just don't think that. And I think that like there is circumstances where people do know. But I think not everybody, you know, and then now what the problem is you have teachers in there. And other people around in these areas and they're like, no, no. And it could be depression. It could be ADHD. It could be like whatever, some other, um, not even necessarily mental, something else is going on. Maybe you're getting hurt at home or we don't know. And and mm-hmm. instead of looking into those things, they just go for the quick fix because it's popular right now because it's a, a buzzword. You know what I mean? It's a buzzword. And they're like, Oh, that means just do this. Instead of like really just showing them love and being like, Hey man, I'm here for you and support for you. Let's try to do this. This is and that. And people aren't doing that. And then you're you're seeing all this whole mess of where everybody's fighting, like, oh man, you're you're transphobic, or you know, don't and, and everybody's really pushing it farther. And I think it's mm-hmm. hurting and de- the left is really hurting the trans movement and in general, people that are trying to transition because now they're putting a stigma onto it where people aren't sure if they even want to like be associated with that at all. Instead of like embracing and saying, Hey, let's let's have a conversation and let's talk about it.
4: Yeah, 100%, brother, brother. Yeah, it is really scary. And like you were saying, uh, schools are a really big part of it. And to their students, I have seen a video from his three-year-old class. Three-year-olds. This guy actually felt like he needed validation from them. The way I see it, if you're getting your validation from three-year-olds, you probably need to see a therapist because you're not yeah. quite there.
3: Yeah. How, how old were you when you uh, started to transition?
4: So at age 24, I started testosterone, and I didn't have my top surgery till I was 29. And even that at those ages was traumatic. This is why I can't express enough that this is not suitable for children. The de- another thing they don't tell you when you have surgery is you have post-surgery depression. It's very common. Uh, with the top surgery for the first three months, I couldn't do any of this. I couldn't lift my arms at all. I was in so much pain. My friend had to help me bath. <laughs> like, it was really embarrassing. Yeah. And then it was six months until I could lift weights and stuff again. And I can't get any direct sunlight on my chest for another year. And I've, there's been a year already. So two years until um, you can go in the sun, six, six months before you can do any like lifting and, and three months, you just can't do anything. So, you know, with children, their attention span is shorter. So, can you imagine telling a child that they can't even lift their arms for three months? Like, it's they're going to be miserable, absolutely miserable. And I and found a, a kid, lot of
3: as a kid, uh, one day is a long time, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. So just imagine what three months is.
4: Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm noticing a, as well when I find these accounts of these. Uh, I saw an account on TikTok. This woman has four LGBT kids and not a single one of them is 10 years old yet, right? Now, this is the issue. A lot of these parents are so determined to look progressive that they are willing to force this woke trash down their children's throats because, oh, look at me, I'm so Mm open-minded, I'm such a great parent. No, you're not. You're a child abuser. That is what I would call it.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So what are what are some of the backlashes that you're getting?
4: Uh, I internally hate myself. Um, I'm transphobic. Uh, that one really does fry my brain, because I think yeah. if someone was transphobic, even if they felt that way inside, they would literally deliberately live in misery and never come out about it because you you wouldn't like it's like you see all these uh, you see these gay men who marry women and have a family to try and deny they're gay, like, it would be the same thing. Calling someone trans, transphobic is just a perfect example of the mental illness in the world today.
3: So you're married to Judith Rose, who is also an influencer. We love her here on White Rabbit. She's a great, great fucking influencer. Um, She's great. So how did she take it when you you told her?
4: Amazing, actually. So uh, we'd got on well she'd come on a live i was on with the, the, the guy who doxed me before it happened and uh we'd ended up like video calling and just having little chats and uh if i felt someone was like a good enough like friend i i would tell them about me you know and she was like i like you even more now <laughs> <And> <laughs> i think she likes my honesty you know like yeah she, and the bravery because like it's me.
2: To, to, to come out and to tell and, and everybody wants to especially you feel special when someone tells you something personal about it like that you're not telling everybody yeah. else you know what
4: I mean yeah yeah because um, you know I, I told her because she'd sat there and, and she kind of indirectly told me she had a crush on me but she said it in a really weird way she was like so after our live the other day I found I was thinking about it a bit too much and I was like <laughs> what does that even mean you know I had to ask her I was like are you telling me you like me and she was like yeah and i was like okay i need to tell you something i was like i'm trans and i was expecting her to be you know Ugh! but instead yeah. she was like right on right
3: on, <laughs> yeah. dude that's awesome brother you guys are such a great couple and and i've said this when i had both of you on in a previous show like i i look up to you guys because you guys are like seriously one of the only like romantic movies that actually happened,
4: <laughs> I remember in 2020 when we first got together, people were like, We didn't think of it like this, you know, we were just two people who's like fell in love with each other. And then when we put the first video up, people were like, You don't understand with how dark the world is. This is so wholesome to see. Yeah, like, it was, was, kind it of was like,
3: so heartwarming, it was, it was like so heartwarming <laughs> to watch you guys blossom into what you are now, and it's just amazing. So, um, you're putting out these videos and uh what is what is your mission what do you hope to accomplish by putting out these videos because i I put out stuff as well and i i hope to make people critically think about things however your mission is is far different than mine and i i would like to know like what what you're doing
4: i have i feel like i've got two missions okay the first one is to sound the alarm on this clear evident attack on children because it's horrific and it's coming from all angles you know it it, it seems like any way they can get to the kids they're just going for it at this point like it's really really sinister and it's really it's heartbreaking to see and the second one is uh obviously you know that I love God. You know, I'm a Christian. I found God for all this true stuff. And one thing I see a lot is LGBTQ people immediately shutting down anyone trying to preach to them. God hates me. I'm going to hell. No, 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 no. I want LGBTQ people to realize that God doesn't hate them. They just have to love him and know that he's always been there because he didn't abandon them. They abandoned him. And Mm. that is my other mission to show that God loves all of us. He's just waiting for us to knock on his door.
3: Amen, brother. That, amen. Hey, Sean. I
4: man. want
2: to go back a little bit real quick because, like, uh you were, you know how you are saying people are saying you're transphobic. I have a problem with the word transphobic in general. I've spoken this a few times because I'm like, that would insinuate that we're scared of trans people. Yes. Like, I understand <laughs> if someone calls somebody a bigot or, like, you know what I mean? Like, I would understand that, but the transphobic i think it's such a weird thing that they throw at people because no one's like no one's scared of someone transitioning like i guess <laughs> like you could technically be scared of your your child maybe transitioning or something like that but in general like i'm 39 right like and 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 when i was in school you know there was a some a lesbian a gay person every now and then but like my generation like we just don't give a fuck like we're like yeah if you're cool we don't really give a fuck like if you're cool with us we don't really care yeah. like unless you're just an asshole like then we're gonna be like oh fuck them they're an asshole but and i think there's mm-hmm. this whole thing where people try to push and project like oh you think this way like people always tell me that all the time like they try to be like oh you're probably a tr- i don't even like trump and people i'm claimed on trump every day like people make it seem like i'm a trump guy or oh you probably hate the LGBT. i'm like what are you talking about man like <laughs> i had like we had like gay roommate for a long ass time. Like, you know what I mean? Like we didn't give a shit, like, cause he was cool and he paid rent. So, I mean, he was always (laughs) on time. So that that's a big deal if you're the roommate, you know what I mean? But I just don't understand why. People insist in making a divide. I saw the same thing happen to uh, black conservatives. Like, black conservatives came out and it was like, oh, you race traitor, you this. And it's like, look, man, they can believe, even I don't even believe all the values of conservatism, but if that's what they believe, what is the big deal? And it, it should be the same way if someone is transitioning gay, lesbian, whatever. If that's what they're doing and they're living their life and trying to better themselves, why do we care so much? But it seems that the left at the moment is the main push of trying to rile people up and if you're not exactly 100 on their side and if you are in that community or what quote unquote is not really a community you know they say it's a community Mm -hmm. but then they don't even support each other which is which is so ironic but if you're supposed to be in the lgbt community and then you don't agree so you're like "Ah, i kind of agree with this this and that but what about
4: this they attack you worse than they would Mm -hmm. attack anybody else
3: oh yeah yeah, it's it's. Really I know worrying. you're getting attacked a lot,
4: Matt. Mm-hmm. I am. The thing is, uh, lines are being blurred and words are losing their meaning because they're changing. I mean, they've literally just changed the definition of woman. You know, they're now making it like anyone who has a uterus, because they're doing these uterus trans- <laughs> uh, transplants, is now a woman. So we're living in this really scary 1984 kind of situation where. No one knows what they're even saying anymore because all these words have lost their meaning. I mean, the transphobic thing, you're right. Like they're basically saying, I'm scared of myself which is absolutely insanity when you think about it. Like, and you know, everything is far right. Everything is fascist. Only if you don't agree with the person. This is the thing like that that people are ignoring the Holocaust and what a real Nazi is. And they're just going, oh, you don't don't feel the same as me. You're a Nazi. And this is a very dangerous game to play it's very dangerous.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And, and Sean, you were, you were bringing up the LGBT community. And I know so many gay people that don't agree with the LGBTQ community. They're like, I don't want any, I don't want to be associated with that. Mm -hmm. I don't want my name attached to anything that's going on there. So Matt, what, uh, what do you think is the Purpose of this LGBT community because obviously it seems like they have an agenda, and I don't think it's actually even run by uh gay people.
4: No, it's definitely an elitist agenda to normalize paedophilia. We can definitely see what's going on here. I mean, you're completely right what you said about other gay people, like the people I'm talking to, they can't bear any of this. In fact, um, those who fought for their rights to marry and stuff. I wishing they never did it because it's yeah. opened the door to all of this other trash that is coming through, and the issue is to the ordinary masses uh, they're, they're seeing this really um, sleazy LGBTQ uh, community put in front of them because the poster children they're using are these really far left woke people, and it's terrifying because that's the audience that is being shown to the kids. You know, Nickelodeon, you, like I, I seen clips on there. Drag queens are now singing about being accepted on there. When I used to watch Nickelodeon as a kid, it was, you know, saved by the bell and stuff like that. And now it's look at me. I'm trans. You should be trans, too.
3: Well, that's another thing is the whole drag queen community, too. And and that is horrific. It's um, but there's there's good drag queens out there. There is. is. And, um, our buddy Alan from the great divide podcast, he had one on his show. Uh, she actually, he dresses up in two different personas and it's an act. And he says the things that happen during those, uh, shows that they put on is absolutely nothing that a child should be a part of. It's like debauchery to the fullest. And, and just because you're accepting of it doesn't mean that your kids should be uh, going to these things if you're accepting to um a uh, male straight just straight uh sex things you're not going to take your kid to a fucking strip club and that's basically nope. what these things are
4: there is no environment where a drag queen is suitable for children every time like you're right like drag queens there are good drag queens out there and like i've seen my fair few drag acts in my life but it's definitely for adults the whole theme is about sex and you know um i don't know if you saw the video i posted yesterday but um, a drag queen, Miss Sharon Legrand, has actually been banned from London National Theatre because she horrified families. Families were there. And she said children should be taught to open their minds, open their hearts and open their legs.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's, I did see that. And that's just horrible. And, and it's I don't, horrific.
4: And I don't care how
3: woke you are in air quotes, woke you are like, how how could you possibly think that that's OK to be pushed on kids in any way, shape or form. And and i want to get into the pedophilia thing because i think that that's where before you
2: do let me let me i want to throw something in there uh what i also don't understand is like why don't we want to build children to be nice caring empathetic like and then they will automatically be accepting like Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying we don't need to show them sex we just be like hey treat everybody nicely like no matter what they look like no matter who they are just live and and be empathetic but instead of teaching them the right morals of who to be and then let them grow into who they're going to be that at least they'll have that foundation the other stuff is doesn't matter to me like gender race all that it matters who you are as a person to me like if you're going to be around me like i don't want a person that's toxic i don't want bad energy i want people that are kind and giving absolutely. but instead they're like hey focus on this focus on what is your gender focus on your sexuality focus on your race instead of focusing on being a better person
4: mm-hmm. absolutely yeah it's, great. it's it's really bad like i mean I was raised with morals by my parents, say please and thank you, you know, have good manners, but it seems like when you look at Gen Z, it's a really worrying generation, like they don't respect their parents, they don't have respect for anybody, you know, like, um, everyone goes on about America and guns and take the guns, I'm sorry, but I'm from England and the knife crime that I witnessed in the last five years that went up, like uh, where I used to live, I lived in a small town where I could walk around at three in the morning and walk home safe. Nothing would happen. Now, like well, before I moved to America, I was scared because I was hearing about baseball bats of barbed wire, stabbings going on. It's that generation, like it it has been romanticized to be violent.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um so you being a Christian person, person. Yeah and uh the whole lgbtq community one two three four five six seven um how do you feel about them taking something that is is uh so christian as the rainbow which is god's promise to god's us promise. uh and they're they're converting it and in, into their satanic way um just it doesn't sit well with me and you being i wouldn't say you're a part of the community because you don't like the community (laughs) no but i but as you as who you are and being a christian person does that piss you off as much as it pisses me off
4: yeah it does because it also proves people's points you know about this luciferian agenda i mean there was the gay pride um parade and the the church of satan were literally there with floats Mm. and this This is really dark, you know, because it shows the agenda behind this LGBTQ. You know the, in my in my eyes, gay, bi, lesbian, and trans people, that that's completely different to that. That thing being put in people's faces community is nothing but demonic. It is absolutely horrific. Um, all the things that they're pushing. And it just proves Christians, right. You know, you get those Christians who like to, they kind of give Christians a bad name because they, they, you're going to hell, you're going to hell. And they're not not listening really to God's word properly, but those kind of Christians, (laughs) those kind of Christians it proves them right in a way because they're like, look, you're Satanists. Like, <laughs> literally, Yeah. It doesn't But look I think good. it's
2: problematic when we do this whole community thing too, even when they go to the black and Brown community, because there's no zip code. There's no zip code where everybody's at. It's not like they're all in like one state or once it's just people, it's human beings. And, and there's so many different things that we're all going through. And instead of just being good people and be like, Hey, let's have a conversation about it. I don't understand. And that's another thing too, is that, uh, the reason why some people, uh, are like called homophobic or bigotry cuz they're asking questions and I tell people I'm like man yeah. don't you think they're going to be curious if they've never been if they've never been around a black person, a mexican person, a white person, a gay person, a lesbian person you're going to be curious. Now, there yeah. is inappropriate there's ways that it can be rude and the person could be like, "Hey man, that's kind of rude how you're telling me that." But instead of that, they're just like, "You're horrible, you're a nazi." They want to they're trying to give reach out with all the olive branch so they can have an understanding. We want to understand, people want to understand what others are going through and instead of that they're called a nazi now you push them away and they go oh, and then like you said then they see some of the the sex stuff and and the weirdness that with children around and people are like yeah. oh yeah okay this is trash oh maybe i'm uh-huh. maybe they are against me and it's getting that against each other again it's breaking up the working class again where they're like oh well i guess we hate each other we should just go yeah. to
4: war honestly though it's just another division tactic because in an ideal world uh there shouldn't be any celebration of what your sexual orientation is. You should just be living, let live, like, don't care who you're sleeping with. Just don't shove it down my throat. But we're living in this world where it's like, I'm gay. So you should adore me and watch me wear all this gimp suit and stuff. Like, what the, like, I remember when pride, like pride first kind of became a thing. Like I say (laughs) the first pride um, parade I went to was probably in like 2012 and the costumes were tasteful it was people dressed as like the genie from Aladdin and they just yeah. had the big feathers in their hair. Now they're wearing full on BDSM costumes mm-hmm. in front of children. And then they're going, well, are you calling me a groomer? Why do you think, I mean, that costume, have you seen the picture, uh, that purple suit and he's got a long and mm-hmm. the kids are holding it. And yeah. Going, and the
3: kids are holding it. Yeah. What? That's not okay. And that, no, that parent should be, should be uh, questioned very, very hardly. Yeah, because me personally,
2: I don't like to see anybody in public, like uh, like mm-hmm. a little kiss and then, oh, man, I don't want to be in like I don't care who you are. I don't like to see it. like because you know it's what I mean. Close. Like it's like, dude, come on, man. That's where our privacy at home is. Like, of course, like a kiss or holding hands or a hug, that's no problem. But going like crazy, like macking down somebody, you know what I mean? Where you are like, whoa, bro, like get a
4: room. Yeah, unless it's at curb, a bar, get
3: a room. Yeah, I yeah mean, that's where it about, comes from. Um,
4: you know the movie Bruno that came out quite a few years ago now, but there is that scene where. They're wearing like the BDSM stuff in yeah. the public and everyone's horrified. Now it's normal. People are like, woo, yeah. you know, like,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
4: So what why do you think, think that they're is now
3: Why do you think that they're trying to normalize this and push it? Do you, think well, when, when we, do you think that there's a trans agenda that they're really trying to push? And is it part of this Klaus Schwab uh, 2030 bullshit?
4: Well, have you ever read the gay manifesto? It's extremely worrying. No. Uh, this was written. I haven't even I think, heard of it. heard of this. Can you send 18s. it to me? Yeah, I'll try and get a copy of it and I will send it to you. But basically, this was written. I might be wrong about this, but I think it was in the 80s. And they planned all of this. They said they were they wanted a world where they'd be able to sodomize your sons, and uh, everyone would be gay. And it's it's like a gay mafia, which you've probably heard of. The gay mafia. It definitely exists in the elite world. Um, a lot of these a lot of these people in power are gay oh they yeah are, you look and at and bohemian
3: they, grove and everybody yes. that goes there is like it's just a gay party
2: or george herbert bush as well there's a lot of uh, rumors of what you know he was just uh for show with barbara bush you know and that was just and there's also that i think her grandfather or dad was uh alistair crowley so that's another thing to look up
3: oh yeah that's a that mm-hmm. i love that one. Oh, i love yeah. that one. <laughs> So yeah, yeah we, I don't know if you uh, listen, but we had the occult rejects on a couple of weeks ago, and oh, uh, one of them was a, a member of the OTO, and another one was a member of the Golden Dawn. Is, Golden Dawn, okay. is that? Yeah, Golden
2: Dawn. I keep saying Dong, dude. Every show I've been on, I'm <laughs> like, I always mess it up,
3: man. <laughs> but um, but they were saying that basically, that everything that we're going through right now is is a ritual, and we're all participating in it, and that scares the fuck out of me.
4: Yeah, it's it's true. I think even uh, those of us who think we're kind of against the grain are probably still falling into their hands. Mm-hmm. Like, th- these people, they have been in power. Pal- this cult goes back thousands and thousands of years. They have fought every single loophole with this. Like, they have literally put together everything they can to try and keep us under their thumb and... The, the whole time we continue seeing ourselves split in different categories and not the same, they're going to carry on with that plan yep. until people really realize that we are all one, no matter our color, our sexual orientation and stuff. We are never going to make any progress.
3: No. How do you, How think, do you that- think
2: we open up this dialogue to people that do disagree with us? Like, like me, I have sometimes a little bit of a better chance because like I'm, I'm not on either side, like I'm pretty open minded about everything. And, and a lot of times when people do try to debate me or argue with me, they don't expect the answers I'm going to give them. But still, I, f- I still meet a lot of like pushback. And I can see that when I'm talking to a lot of people that there's not much I can do to Uh, Have them have an open mind and even plant a seed. You know, it seems like they're really ingrained and rooted into what they think. And it's, is there a way to get through to a lot of people that are like, so their feet dug into the ground?
4: Honestly, I'm beginning to think there's kind of not like I've tried planting the seeds. But one thing I've learned is that people come around on there own terms like there are different things that seem to shock people like you mentioned the microchip and stuff and some people go but then the Mm. gas and stuff like that and they're like "Right, what's going on now like I feel like everyone has their own little buttons that need pushing that get them to go right something's not right I mean there is a situation where we can see like even these people that are really asleep they know something's not right, but because they're, they're so brainwashed, they can't quite grasp what it is. And when you try and tell them, they're like, no, 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 because they yeah. don't want to, but they know something's not normal. I mean, I was uh, I went for lunch with Jude not that long ago, and, and, and there was a girl in there who I don't think was really switched on about stuff, but she literally turned around with us and she said, um, the world's weird. And we said, what do you mean? She goes, well, it's like, the world's ended and we all know it, but it's pretending it hasn't. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, yeah, you're yeah. Right. You're getting somewhere.
2: I kind of think that one of the things that I've been trying to do, and it's a difficult thing, I've been telling a lot of people not just to think positive, but like try to show love to people that. Throw hate at you Uh like when they throw the hate at you because i I know it's so easy for us because and me too sometimes you know someone comes in my comments i'm like oh let me light them up you know what i mean like and now i'm trying to like switch that role and be like you know what i get it like or i try to kind of find a common ground and even if they're still spewing hate, i gotta just either cut Mm -hmm. it off and stop talking or just leave it at like hey man i got your back regardless
3: Sean, yeah, when I, I, I love you and hate you for that because <laughs> I was always the one that I'm gonna dunk on this motherfucker. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking give you all I got, and and ever yeah. since you became the co-host of White White Rabbit, I've been way more open to things because of you. And I love you, and I hate you for it.
4: <laughs> yeah, see, when I first went viral in 2020, like I was that person just arguing back with people. But you know what I learned from it is. Every time I engaged with negative comments, I felt miserable the rest of the day. It is so low vibe. It brings your energy down. Like even if it didn't upset you that much, the fact you've lowered yourself to that level makes you feel absolutely rubbish. And I'll tell you who I'm going to shout out.
3: Even if you win that argument, it makes you feel like shit.
4: And I'm going to shout someone out here because – he taught me to be better in comments. Jimmy Levy, the way he deals with hate is absolutely incredible. They message him, "Are oh, you're fat. I hate you. You're scum. God isn't real. I hope you die. And he just goes, I love you. And I, I hope whatever you're going through that you, you get through it. And when I kept seeing him do that, because he gets some disgusting messages, I was like, bro, not only have you got a beautiful singing voice, you've got a beautiful heart as well.
3: Yeah, like- <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you brought him up actually today. I posted, I posted Jimmy Levy and uh, this girl um, commented and says, throw a book at you because he is a Satanist piece of shit actor and you're falling for it.
2: But but really? even if he was, but just say like if even if he was like we don't know it because like I sit tell this all the time too because like I talk with my buddies and stuff. Like say I blew up tomorrow, right? And I was some like icon as like big as uh, Joe Rogan or something. Yeah. They're gonna find. They're gonna say something like I was. I look at the stuff. I'll be like, look at my symbol, my logo, which I didn't make, but I had to make it for me. be Like, oh well, that's black and white. There's Masonic right there. Like you can pick apart anything. But at the end of the day, even if they are, why are like we can? I like like that's why I like Isaac i saw people like him because he breaks down people when he goes i don't know though like I, I he's like this is seems weird to me i see this connection i see this but that doesn't mean that they are for sure i just think that there's a possibility but instead we got people like oh no 100 they're a satanist just because they have a tattoo or just because yeah. hey, you hung out with this one guy one time And it, it really gets ridiculous at times and i think that it really hurts the truth movement in general and trying it to does. connect well, it the, doesn't the, mean I- the
3: video that I posted was him getting his tattoo removed because he de- had red yeah. devil horns on wow. his on wow. his hand. And I posted that of, of him. He was like, this is the first session I'm getting this removed. And I was like, see, people change. And then I started getting backlash. And the, the funny thing is, is like these people that are giving me backlash. You guys don't realize I used to be a Satanist. I was a Satanist.
4: People change. They do. The other thing people aren't realizing is we are told that only God can judge us. And we are told that even these worst of the worst people, if they repent in time, God's going to forgive them. Like if Hillary Clinton turned around, God even loves Hillary Clinton. People need to Mm -hmm. remember that God even Mm -hmm. loves. and, And that's how you know you're getting closer to God, because you start to see that God even loves Hillary Clinton. Like if Hillary Clinton put her hands up right now and went, I've been absolutely horrific. God, I love you. I'm so sorry. God would go, come on then, you know? So all these people who are there, like going, you're going to hell, you're, you're scum, you're this, you're that. How dare you? Who are you to say what God feels? Because only God mm-hmm. can decide these things. And that's where people are really using God's word for their own personal gain. They twist the scripture. Like they, every time you say this to people, they, they go, they've always got a few bits from the Bible they can use to counteract it. And it's like, no, that's not how it works.
3: Yeah. Right. And, and, and I love it when people try to bring up the Bible to uh, discredit certain things, because we all know that uh, uh, Constantine totally fucked up the Bible and the words that are in the Bible. And it's really hard to know what is true and what's not. Um, I know you're a huge Christian. I have my balance where I don't know, but I, I'm, I'm really big into the books of Enoch. And I think that's that- interesting. So, so my
4: relationship with God isn't like what people think, like people think to be a Christian, you've got to go to church every week. A lot of church is corrupt. I have learned mm. that the most important relationship you can have with God is your relationship with God. Like you could go to church thinking you're being this great Christian, but meanwhile, they're money laundering. They're doing all this stuff. Like um, I learned the hard way with church. Actually, I started going to this one called unity and, the 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 priests there literally turned around and said the most powerful moment of his life that moved him was when he carried buddha's bones this was meant to be a christian church and i was like whoa red flag he didn't even mention jesus hardly i was thinking this is new age you know they were doing all this um uh meditation and stuff in the church as well it was selling like all this new age stuff downstairs and i was thinking jesus "Ah." would
3: have toppled that over Man, I've 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 been I've been to uh five different churches here in Sacramento trying to find my home. And I just decided I I'm not gonna go to church because every church I go to is either just a concert for uh wannabe uh musicians trying to make it, or or they're just not speaking truth to me and I don't like it. Uh fuck, we lash on. Um damn it, that just made me lose my train of thought. John, okay. Happen, you go? <laughs> but um so w- what do you think that i can do as i i'm not as a big of an influencer as you are but i like to think that i reach a lot of people so what do you think i can do to help your message and 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 stop I, I, can we stop this
4: i think the next step people need to do in order to stop this is We can all make videos as much as we like. Right. But the school board, they aren't listening. I mean, I've seen a Facebook post of a teacher actually arguing with parents um, who were concerned about her LGBTQ teaching, saying, oh, no, your children decide what they want to learn, not you. That's where we're at. So I think parents, I've seen the comments. It was horrific. The the parents were angry facing it. There were several of them. She was like, no, I will teach what I like, but your kids want it, so I will. So I think parents who are seriously concerned and anyone, even if you're not a parent, if you can see this attack on children, get down there and tell them and like spreading my message, like even if my videos have to be forwarded to like a website, like to do with the school board so they can see that actual LGBTQ people are concerned, but people need to get loud because the stuff like one of the the people in uh, the women on gays against groomers with me actually made a video earlier literally uh, saying that people should start buying their children body cams to go to school with that's the, that's, that's worrying but that's where we are
3: well i think that there should be definitely uh, video cameras in in school rooms and yeah. if you really care about your kids and what they're being taught then i think that these new pods that they're doing with these homeschool things is the way to go because there's communities of like-minded people that are making sure that these kids are being taught what they need to be taught and not being forced, uh, this garbage that is being forced on them. We just had a teacher here, um, in Sacramento who, uh, James O'Keefe outed, uh, having, uh, um, uh, Antifa flags and giving his students extra credit for participating.
4: Yeah, I've seen a video on TikTok of a far-left uh, woke teacher <laughs> saying that he was actually bragging, going, "I am turning your children into Marxists. I am pro Antifa." He literally said it on TikTok. All the far left, well, it had like twenty thousand likes.
3: Uh, that's so scary. So, is well, part of the problem are out are we too part far of, out to change the direction well, of what's happening? No, it's
2: the parents, man. You got to think about it too. Like parents for like, I would say like a little bit out, like I said, I'm, I'm 83. And I would say like, after like more of the younger millennials, like probably like, uh, late nineties, like to the mid nineties, those parents kind of started becoming lackadaisical and they just threw them at school, weren't paying attention, Ooh. didn't care what was going on. And you have to be involved in what your kid's doing. And then then to amount to that a lot of teachers are people that didn't, didn't know what they wanted to do with their life just were in college and what can you do after you've had a four-year degree and you have nothing else so you can go i can make 30 40 50 grand being a teacher and and thinking that oh i'm just gonna push this onto people because now this is the popular thing or this is the hot topic or this is being attacked you know what i mean everything is like hey we're only doing this because it's being attacked and you can't have an honest conversation with these people so i think if the parents get in more involved not just in school boards but like literally like hey what are you doing in school What's this new lesson? Like, what are they talking about? Why are they talking yeah. about this? And that's how you go to and you got to keep pushing like that. And then there's people. Um, I was listening to um the propaganda p- report today with Monica Perez and uh I forgot the 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 uh who she had on, but there's this group of people they're uh working on like with vaccines, with uh some of the trans stuff that's being pushed on the kids, where where they're making lawsuits and to make precedent and so when you set precedent in law it changes things because not everybody should have to do that if you're going in you know what i mean like if they're teaching you something that you are against you know morally or like you're like hey i don't want my kids to learn like not the, and that doesn't mean that they don't want them to be accepting to people but it's different when you're talking about a seven-year-old a nine-year-old i don't want my kids to learn about sex at seven years old six years old that's something that hey, okay 16 17 when they go to sexual education and still i should still choose that's
3: the other thing dude is my parents had to sign a form for me to even learn about uh going through puberty yeah yeah and now they're telling these kids don't tell your parents what we're teaching
4: you like yeah and it's not even just um the teaching either there has been medical intervention behind parents backs um i don't know what state it was in but a school nurse actually admitted that several of the, the pupils were on puberty blockers and the parents had no idea that's yeah, insane to me, jail that's insane to me.
3: And, and and I understand that you're trans, but I have this is my argument is if somebody walked in with um with a, a you uh, I can't remember the term for it, but if you feel like a limb doesn't belong to your body, so if, if a if a kid walked in and said, "I don't body di- that,
2: body dysmorphia,
3: yes, that's it. So if a kid walks in and says, "I don't think that my left arm uh, belongs to me, I want to get it cut off, then they're going to get them mental health um and if a, a kid walks in right after that and says, I don't want to be a girl anymore, I want to be a, a boy, they're going to be like, don't worry, we got you.
4: It, it's really bad. Like Those parents, I really hope that they, they did something about that because that nurse belongs in prison. You cannot be putting people's children on puberty blockers. Lupron has such dangerous um, risks. Lupron, uh, it,
3: that's the that's the, uh, the puberty blocker. they use to... Uh, pu- okay, that's the puberty blockers Well, it's what, not just puberty they castrate, blockers.
4: They castrate pedophiles that, in prison. That's what I
3: was. That's what I was going oh, wow. to ask you. That's the same drug that they give to people yes. that castrate. But they're not
2: just doing puberty blockers as well. There was like a, some reports of people in Oregon, I think it was, that their kid was on antidepressants without their knowledge, and the, and and the reason why they knew is because at the, at the end of the school year, they were like, "Hey, you're uh uh, Billy didn't uh, pick up his prescription, and they're like, "What? Like, what are you talking about? That that stuff that that can't be happening." And and now teachers have become because it's become such a polarized topic, so huge that they're like, "Oh, we are the teachers." Like, okay, you're a teacher. Teach them math. Teach yeah. them civics. Teach them language. Like, civics. you're not here they to don't even raise teach civics anymore. Nah, no, no, nah. no. But I don't know. <laughs>
3: That's a good point. <laughs> So shit's fucked up. Matt, I know you only got like nine minutes left. So um, could you, could you please, I know there's so much that we could have got into, but is there anything that you really want to get out before we let you go?
4: I just want to say like, if there's any parents listening who have a a child who feels like they could be trans or LGBT, uh, there's a way. To keep them safe without making them feel suffocated so like if they feel they want to express themselves like my mum let me wear like football kits and she let me cut my hair if I wanted to and that probably is what stopped me from getting like majorly suicidal but because if, if you're a parent and like there's a way to protect them without making them feel like they literally cannot be themselves so like you've got to just explain to them like you love them no matter what it's okay for them to express themselves, but any major surgeries is an absolute no-no until they're older. And then explain to them, like, explain to them that puberty is a really confusing time. I mean, it's so confusing. I mean, even if people aren't questioning their gender or their sexuality through it, like, it's a lot to go through, your body changes, you've got education going on at the same time, it's a lot to take in, so anything added could be really detrimental. So just give them the facts as well about the brain development being at age 25 and tell them the risks that can happen i mean this girl called chloe recently spoke out she when she was 13 her parents allowed her to transition to a male right she realized when she was 19 i believe that she wasn't a boy and wanted to be a girl again and now she's infertile she's stuck with a deep voice her body doesn't function properly and she, she's been sounding the alarm as well. Like if, if you go on Google and just search- did she, go and Chloe, full,
3: did she go full transition?
4: Like got a penis and everything? I think she just went for this. But um, she's, she's damaged for life. So like just Google it, Chloe D transition, and, and you will see it. And, and she mentions how bad these puberty blockers are. And I, I am telling parents right now, if you, like, if you transition your child, like when they're too young and they regret it, they are going to resent you for the rest of their lives.
3: Oh, absolutely. Yep. Matt, dude, thank you so much for coming on White Rabbit. It's never a a dull moment when Matt is here. I mean, we we (laughs) talked about uh, Disney and Nickelodeon pedophilia and all kinds of stuff in the past. And you come on and I'm glad that you're open about who you are now because I've known for a long time. I didn't want to bring it up to you because I didn't want to make you feel uncomfortable. But I I want you to know that I 100% support you and what you're doing. Definitely. And I
2: really appreciate that, like that to have a conversation, an open, honest conversation where we could talk about something where that none of us are going to be triggered. None of us are going to be upset at each other. We're just trying to figure things out. Because that's what we're here on this earth to, because we don't have all the answers. God has all the answers. We're not God. Absolutely. You know what I
4: mean? That's <laughs> how I think it's important to be able to be honest with yourself, though. I think I think a lot of the reason why these people are so attacking is because maybe deep down they're not comfortable with themselves. Like all my yeah. life since I've been like transitioning. I've had people go to me I want to ask you a question but I'm worried I'm going to offend you and I'm like ask away nothing offends me because if you're going to live a life you need to be a hundred percent sure of it so like nothing has ever bothered me even when it comes to the stuff about private parts and stuff like about that surgery I've been like this is how it works because it, it's knowledge like it, it shouldn't be such a taboo thing to be honest mm-hmm. about yourself like people these people who are getting so offended they've clearly got something wrong inside there's something that they're not quite comfortable with, and they tell me I hate myself. But then there's me, like, yeah, I'm great, I'm happy, you know. Like, there's there's the proof. Who really hates themselves, you know? Yeah.
3: <laughs> Bro, if, if if anybody hates themselves, it's definitely not you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, before you before you sign off, brother, please let everybody know where they can find your content and uh, the things that you're doing.
4: Okay, so on Instagram, I'm it's Matt Ray. On Twitter, I'm It's Matt Ray, Truth Social. I'm the UK Patriot. And then on TikTok, because they deleted me for literally being trans and being against child surgery, I'm now called Still Matt Ray.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Love it, well, I know you got to jump on another pack podcast right now and i hope you kill that one just as good as you killed this one so thank you i want to come on again
4: soon so let me know when you're free and i'll come back on we'll have hey
3: let's let's uh think of a good topic because i know that you're a conspiracy junkie just like i am and and we can dive down a rabbit hole anything's
4: on the table we'll just go for it let's do it brother thanks for having me guys it's been amazing absolutely right peace peace out
3: Ladies and gentlemen, it is Sean Chris's birthday today, and he was like, fuck it, I'm still going to do the podcast.
2: Ah, We got to, man, because, I mean, like, you know how, I mean, we got to just keep uh, grinding it out because there's so many things to talk about. Like right now, like that was a great conversation. I think that people are afraid. Like we say, we're trying to have dangerous conversations. We're trying to figure out everything on this world, man. We're not just trying to be like, oh yeah,
3: we know, we fucking know. We don't fucking know shit. That's why we no, talk to people. Thing. <laughs> but man, how awesome was Matt? I, I'm like, I was impressed with everything that he had to say. And, and the backlash that he's getting is it, it, it hurts me because he showed me some of the text messages that he's oh, wow. getting. And it's just pure hatred. And he's, and awesome. we're
2: supposed to be the bigots. Like you would think that it would be us. Like I'm just saying, like when you listen to the news media, you would think it would be us doing that. And we're like, nah, man, we got you, man. You're cool. Like we're more supportive. And that's, that's the fucked up part.
3: Right. And, and it just, it, it hurts my feelings to know that somebody that sure. fucking cool is, is going through what he's going, but he's smiling. He's, he's, obviously he's comfortable in his own skin. And that's the difference between these people that are attacking him. They're not comfortable in their own skin. And that's why I feel they're attacking him.
2: Oh, definitely. And like he said himself, like he said, I was a little bit afraid, you know, in the truth of community. How are people going to react? Because I would be, too, like, you know, because you don't know how people, you know, like we were talking about people say, oh, you're Masonic or you're this or you're that. But I think when you are genuine and you just come out and tell people, hey, this is what I am. Like, that's like Joel, like Joel tells everybody. Yeah, I'm a former Freemason. Like, you know, the uh, uh, the cold rejects. Hey, we were in this. We were in that. I'm a, I'm a former Satanist. I think that is empowering, cause like I, I, I'm gonna steal Sam Tripoli's line. You know what I mean? Sam, how Sam always talks about like, hey, they're gonna find your secrets. You know what I mean? Don't let them blackmail you with those secrets. Come nah, out, just saying. say, yeah, wear them on your sleeve. And you know, some will leave. Well, let them leave. You know, the door's open. It's it, it goes both ways. You're welcome anytime and you're welcome to leave anytime. But if we don't have these conversations, are we supposed to just hate each other and, and, and assume that people are bad? No, we have conversations so we can say, hey, it looks like it's more media bullshit.
3: Exactly. And and I, I'm really disappointed that uh, I showed you screenshots of the yeah. trans girl. I wanted to have her on with Matt so that we could have a debate. But oh, uh, cool. unfortunately, she blocked me. And that's, oh. that's the mentality of a lot of these fucking people. And, 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 and it's not, it's not that um, I have any animosity towards her. It's just that she's so in, engulfed in this community and her identity in the community yeah. that she was like, yo, I can't, I, I'm going to have to fucking block you. And I'm like, really? yeah, it you might kind to have a conversation with you. Like, we should be able to talk about this.
2: But but the yeah the, but what happens sadly is that then people are like hey you're associated with this person and they don't want to lose their status of like their friends or or who they have in their circle they don't want to be affected which is it's to me you shouldn't be in a circle of people that will not allow you to uh, be open minded and talk to other people that don't understand and especially like if we really want to find understanding we need to communicate like there's a lot of people that that they are been around someone that's gay or lesbian I have you know so it's different you know like I understand. I've talked, but but someone that has it doesn't understand. And you need to have some kind of there has to be a meeting in the middle moment. If not, then we're just going to always be against each other.
3: Yeah. And, and to to your point, too, like we're not afraid to talk about this shit. We're on the Patriot Podcast Network. I'm yeah. sure I'm sure 80 percent of the podcasts that we are on that network would never have had a trend trans on their show or or even have these discussions and we'll probably get some backlash for this and i don't give a fuck honestly because these are the conversations that we need to fucking have there's no there's no middle ground if we just want to dunk on each other left and right constantly Mm -hmm. There's like how is anything going to get done if we're not having these conversations it's not possible
2: no, for sure. And then like even last night when I was on that little live with Huey and one of the guys was the Antifa guy. And he was saying, like one of the they kept thinking they were going to give me a gotcha moments like they were like, oh, would you vote for Trump? And I was like, I voted for Joe Jurgensen, you know, <laughs> And they're like, oh, oh, wow. And then I was like, yeah, I've also voted for Joe Stein before. And then they thought they got me with the reparations question. They're like, Well, do you think black people, uh, descendants of slaves deserve reparations? I say, I think they do. But I don't think it should be paid by the taxpayers. I think it should be paid by the corporations that made the money and billions and billions and trillions of dollars off the backs of slaves. That's how I see it. And that's how it should be seen. But I, it, it does get a little frustrating. Not frustrating, but because uh, I won't stop. But it, it does get disappointing that people won't even like it. Not like I'm hitting all these points and then they're just trying to find another way to make me wrong. You know what I mean? Instead of saying, OK, let's meet in the middle. Oh, I kind of agree with you on this. They're so rooted into that philosophy. I'm going to try to uh, debate that guy again. I'm going to try to have a real good one with him where I could like actually be like, let's go back and forth. Because I was even telling him like, hey, man, they hate this. A
3: lot of lefties hate when I tell them this.
2: Hitler was left. Hitler was a socialist.
3: Like, oh, no, you said no, that. You said that last night. I watched that debate. I was yeah, so proud did. of you. I was like sitting there. I was like, <laughs> that's my boy right there. He's fucking crushing. No, but he,
2: he, he appreciated Marx. He, he studied Marx. And like, they don't realize this and you can go back. You can go, there's an article from 1998 uh, on The Independent. I'll, I'll post it on my Telegram, Kill the Mockingbirds. And, it talks about this book and how they actually talked to the inner circle of Hitler and that he really held Marx in high regards of course he's not going to go out there and say it super publicly because he's the leader of a country he's supposed to be some hard villain but he even copied so much of communism like if you look at even the posters that they did like you know like the posters were similar to the communist posters they just flipped it and switched it a little bit and I don't understand why people don't see that but they're so like no 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 you're wrong and then I'm like, dang, you're not even willing to like meet me. And I've already met you in the middle and you're not willing to do the same. And that's disappointing.
3: It is disappointing. But you know what? Uh, There's a lot of NPCs out there and we're just not going to reach them.
2: Yeah. And that's true. And, And, but there's also a lot of good people like that, that we can reach, like, that we could talk to like, like Matt, you know what I mean? Like that's somebody like where, where we can have that discussion and he can say how he feels and how he's being treated. And I was really happy to hear that, you know, a lot of people, I, and I had a feeling though, cause I talked to a lot of people in the, uh, uh the truther community. Most people are going to like embrace you. Most people are filled with love in this community. There's, there is uh, some bad actors. There is some people that are cloud chasers that are just trying to cause division and maybe not intentionally,
3: but that's just the brand they built. You know what I mean? Like that they have Absolutely. to call
2: people out all the time. But
3: well, I hope I hope that uh, by us doing this show and have Matt, having Matt on that uh, some of the truthers are going to listen to this who might have been against uh, trans and been like, fuck all of them type of thing. And listen, because there is a there is a middle area. And definitely you know, if you stop listening to the White Rabbit because of this episode, then fuck you we don't we didn't need you anyway
2: yeah no well this is what i tell people you're welcome to leave at any point like i said and you're welcome back too because you can be upset at a moment and be like you know i didn't really like how they came out and then you're you're still allowed to be mad at that moment and then come back later like hey you know what i thought about it a couple weeks later a month later two months a year later and now it resonates with me and that's fine like you don't have to like change your mind right now but a person's a person. Now, as far as like sexualizing children, we can all agree on that.
3: We're all against that. Like well, that's most plain of us simple. Can agree on it. And I think that I think that the thing is, and we didn't really get into this, and I kind of wanted to when Matt was on, is is the percentage of people that agree with this sexualizing children is so fucking small. However, there's just a spotlight on it, so it makes it seem like it's the thing right now yeah it
2: makes it seem like it's this giant it's like everything like even with like the left and right in general or like uh uh race uh, people arguing about race or people arguing about gender it's really a a small percentage of people like there is more because you'll see it every now and then but like when you go to the percentage of people but they're just the loudest and like you said there's a light shining on it and it's being promoted by these elitists like because i think they want to the ultimate goal is to keep us all always arguing always hating each other so we can't have a genuine conversation
3: yeah and i hope i hope people listening to this that didn't have uh, any respect for trans or what it is that they go through uh, i hope that this might have opened your eyes a little bit more that we are all people and some of these situations are very real like matt said he he was supposed to be a boy in mm-hmm. in the womb uh, he was born in fuck i don't i I don't know if i should say this he i'm not gonna say it but (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna say it he he was born um and should have been a boy and Mm -hmm. uh uh, scientifically he should have been a boy and there are these cases where that is very rare but it is and could you imagine like i i know that like most people are comfortable with who they are they know they're a man and they're that their man's job and their manly duty and women's job and womanly duty and everything but like it's not the same for everyone
2: oh definitely and what i really thought was uh really cool like it was nice to hear somebody like with well, the same thing i've been preaching forever you know and like he's like yeah i didn't even Trans start transitioning until 24, 25. Uh, I had a mom, uh, you know, he had a structure, a family structure that was able to show him unconditional love through that time. And I think that's the most important part. It's not about giving your child hormones. It's not about like, but also don't like, don't be like, you can't do that. Like you don't go to either extreme, just be like, Hey, I love you, but this is why we can't do this right now. I thought that was great how he broke that down because there is physical trauma that you go through. Right. There is mental trauma that you go through. These are things that you got to work through, and we got to see if it's the right. This is a permanent thing, pretty much. You know what I mean? Like going back is not as easy, and it's gonna keep you keep not, doing the surgeries. You're like gonna damage your, yourself. It's
3: not like letting your fourth grader get their ears pierced. It's not. The yeah, same thing. exactly.
2: <laughs> but like, like he said, like uh, you know, if 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 this is a huge thing in your child's life where they are pushing for it, not you pushing it on them, but they are pushing for it constantly, constantly let them cut their hair or let them grow their hair out. Maybe let them dress a certain way. And also too, I would say to like some of the people that are really against this movement don't also don't chastise people when they are trying to like uh, you know meet in the middle and they're like hey man i don't want to get my kid hormone blockers but i don't mind if they wear a dress or 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 wear uh whatever a football jersey or get a buzz cut whatever you you know let them live life like we're so obsessed with other people instead of working on ourselves like protect the children i'm with that but help yourself too And, and don't project or don't try to attack people just because they're
3: different Right. Right. And, and I totally agree with that. And the fact that his mom was so cool and let him cut his hair and let him do yeah. these things, he said, saved his life. So, I mean, if you're, if you're a parent and listening to this and your child is questionable about their gender, then be that parent, be the parent, yeah. be the parent that is open, but don't run out and go have them transition because they they're probably going to regret it. Um, especially with the climate that we live in right now because it's pushed on people so much that it's like the f- cool thing to do like how many fucking people got tribal tattoos and regret it? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> the bob wire, remember the barbara uh the oh, yeah. wire
3: after the pamela
2: <laughs> yeah and then like also too like Like, I just think it's funny, too, like, because I don't want to just, like, go after one side, because I think it's funny with the left as well, because the left always assumes that I hate, that I, oh, that guy was, like, you hate gay people. I'm like, I don't know. I don't. Like, I'm like, not even, it's just so crazy. None of us should assume what any of us think. Instead, we should shut up, listen for a little bit, then say our piece, then, you know, and go back and forth and have a dialogue. And that's the way that we understand. Like, I think asking questions is important. Like, uh, was it that Matt Walsh that made that, uh, we were talking about, uh, what yeah, is a woman? What is, what is a woman? And and I, and I don't think, I think like, you know, you can, because everybody takes everything as gotcha moments, but it, let's just have an honest conversation be like hey yeah this is how I feel and I think you would get more out of it but instead you have put your feet in the ground and been like I'm being attacked this is violence instead of like really talking about what like because if we don't have an understanding we're going to like people are going to be against it the people well, that are against have it
3: conversations with people that just have their feet so dug into the ground and like this is my spot and it's like how do you how do you even talk to those people is it even worth it to even try
2: well for me like I said it's a little bit different at times because I do have like a different stance on a lot of things and I think it shakes them they're like kind of like cuz like last night I was saying like I think they were kind of like oh whoa like they didn't expect a lot of my answers you know they were like oh here we goes cuz they knew I was against the mask mandates and You know, a lot of people like think, oh, well, he's he's against vaccines, but he's also uh, uh, against abortions. And I'm like, not necessarily like like my opinion on abortion is that I would talk to somebody about it and say, hey, this is what I think you should do. But I wouldn't get mad at them. Either choice they make. Right. Because it's hard. It's a hard decision to make. Like to to people act like it's such an easy like, oh, I should have a kid or I should not have a kid is not that easy of a situation.
3: And and then you bring that up because I was on Deplorable Nation yesterday and uh, I talked about you and your stance on that. And I, I was like, well, it's not that cut and dry. I was like, my, my co-host, Sean Chris, uh, he's, he's, I wouldn't say he's against abortion, but if, if his girl wanted to get an abortion, he would, he would definitely talk her out of it. But at the same time, uh, like he knows that it's not black and white.
2: Yeah. And I tell people like this. So say like, I have a girlfriend, she's, she's pregnant and I'll be like, Hey, it's your choice. But at the same time, if you do choose to have this abortion, then I choose not to be in this relationship with you because I can't like, I get it. I'm not going to be mad at you. I'm not going to hate you. I just, I, I just know it's going to not be good for me. It's going to become toxic because I'm going to resent it because I don't agree with that. Like, as far as like, especially cause it's my seed, it's a lot, lot different, you know, when it's it your a kid, like,
3: you know, and, and I had a girlfriend that that had an abortion. I, I brought it up on the show before mm-hmm. and i still to this day hate her for that. And I'm like, when I die, am I gonna am I gonna have to deal with this because I didn't do enough to stop you from doing what you did? Um, and, and I'm totally against abortion, especially knowing the satanic rituals that goes on with yeah. how much money they make off of these. I've had a couple
2: girlfriends have um, and I still talk to both of them actually the two girls I had I still talk to them. there's actually real good friends of mine like and, and I understood their situation because I kind of put myself like I get it we were young and, and you thought that at the, and they do regret it and you know like there was nothing I could have said though that would and I don't think there's nothing you could have said because how they felt or they really thought they were doing the right thing you know and we just got to forgive them I think that's the ultimate thing is you know what like hey just show them love it's hard like I've been trying to work on that myself is just show more people love because there's so much hate and we're so much spewing of like bad shit to each other. Like even it's so easy, you know, like when someone's like, fuck you, you're like, well, fuck you. But like, if you go, man, I love you. That throws everything that throws everything different. You know what I mean? Cause they're like, Whoa, you're like, Hey man, don't worry. I got your back. I still, I still got mad love for you. And it just throws people off. I think that we got to try our hardest either to show them love and if we can at the moment because it's tough because like i said sometimes i'm tired or whatever just kind of just disengage you know when we're not and then be like let's disengage and we're still going to have times where we argue we're still going to have times where we're putting let's just try to limit the the hateful conversations and toxic conversations that we have
3: right and and it it could be so simple too. just open the door for somebody
2: exactly you know And, and also too i was talking on um I was doing a live with Bill from Woke and Bake podcast. And I was talking about Andrew Tate. You know, Andrew Tate, he's he's become like a big superstar. And it's funny because he kind of became a big superstar because of uh your mom's house with Tom Segura, because that's where he really Dude, uh, Tom is biggest... shit. I love that. Guy. Oh, I love him.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I and did you know that uh and, and I'm glad Sam posted that, but did you know that uh Sam Tripoli is the one that pushed the uh 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 Segura, he was that they were in the same stand-up class or something. He was pushing them to get on stage and all that. Like he was like the first person he was doing stand-up with. So that was kind of cool.
3: I actually heard that. I don't know what podcast I heard that on, but yeah. That I, was
2: on Rogan. It was on Rogan and then Sam
3: uh well, Sam posted Rogan. it. To...
2: <laughs> you don't like Rogan? I
3: like no, Rogan. Dude, I'm pissed off because I just spent uh forty something dollars on uh on it. Uh and I was on like I said, I was on Deplorable Nation yesterday. Oh yeah, 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 yeah and janet was like do not take that that is poison and i'm like "Ah, oh, fuck dude like fuck joe rogan <laughs> i should have oh, known. i don't know what that is i should have known because he fucking well it's his it's his uh or alpha brain I'm oh sorry. alpha
2: brain yeah okay
3: yeah and and i should have known because fucking when joe rogan was like there is no way we landed on the moon 100 we didn't land on the moon and then three months later he's like we absolutely landed on the moon i'm like oh you you are fucking controlled fucking opposition.
2: yeah yeah it's it it, it's but like andrew tate to me uh and i think he does say some good shit like i do like when you get him into like certain conversations but i was noticing this a lot and it's not just him it's not like he's he didn't start this you know but there's this real trend of like social media influencers and this toxic uh and i'm not saying toxic masculinity i'm just saying toxic traits like where like they're like oh all women should be like this or the women all men should be like this instead of like why, why don't we just communicating and building off each other that's why we're not getting people that want to grow together you know growing together is what we're supposed to do like me and you just even in a relationship as talking on a podcast we've seen growth within each other that's what we should want like this whole like oh no if that bitch is vegan and she doesn't cook me a steak fuck her like what like that don't even make sense bro like you're going to the extreme and and i get it like he's an act like i'm not saying like Sometimes he's funny. Don't get me wrong. I laugh at some of the stuff he says, but I just think that it's really been pushing more and more. I've been seeing on like TikTok and and, and a little bit on Instagram, more TikTok than anything, but this toxic culture of like just putting the line in the sand that like oh men are treated shitty cuz women suck or uh women and and i get it cuz women have been like you know talking shit on me instead of just like have like there's no more of just like hey let's talk because each woman's different each man is different there's some traits that we have obviously you know like and and if we're arguing about sports that's a whole different thing but i'm talking about like in general like two people together talking being friends or in any type of relationship are going to have a different dynamic and and, and to act like, oh, all women are like this. It's different when they're in front of a camera or all oh, men are like this. It's just so stupid to me.
3: Yeah, we don't we don't agree on a lot of things, uh, but I fucking love you. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: mad, mad love to each other because and we I, don't.
3: And I think it was funny too, because when I asked uh, Matt for his uh, new, because um, he has a different email now and I was like, your old email doesn't work. I got to send you the invite link. And he sent it to me and he has 17 in his email. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, we don't need to have all this like hate. Like, w- discussion's fine. Like, that's why I said, some of the like, I don't want to like bash on Andrew Tate too much because I, there is sometimes like, there is some great interviews where he's on there. And, and, and I think some of it's for show and some of it's like not him. I just think a lot of what people. Do you, what do you
3: think of Timcast right now?
2: Um, I haven't been watching it lately. Um, so uh,
3: apparently, they flew out Anomaly to be on Timcast and they cut it really short. To where um, his flight was landing like fucking a half an hour before he was supposed to be on the show. And then they were like, oh, sorry, bro. I guess it wasn't meant to be. And it was and I think it was because Anomaly was going to fucking spit some truth that they didn't want on the show. And I'm, I'm sick mm. of these gatekeepers.
2: No, I didn't hear about that. No, but I do agree. Well, that's my point. And I'm glad you said that because I would, I didn't know about the Timcast thing, but that's kind of my point is it's like, I'm tired of people not being genuine. I don't care if you're wrong. I don't care if you have a different opinion than me, but this fake bullshit of like, oh, I'll listen to anybody. And then when, when it comes to listening to anybody, you don't do it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean?
3: Exactly. What the fuck world are we living in right now? It's crazy. And are you seeing all the crazy shit happening that people are posting in the skies right now? Because. Oh uh, Yeah. That's crazy, dude. Uh, AWOL Nation uh, did a song about um, uh, crazy things happening in the sky during the end times. And when I'm looking at all these videos, I keep thinking of that song. And I'm just like, whoa, dude, are we here? Is this happening? It might be. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think the world ever ends.
2: I think no, it's no, like no, only no, ended. Not,
3: not necessarily ending, end times, right? Like end times. Yeah, yeah, of, yeah for of, sure. Of what we live in today and a great reset another great reset we've had many like tatari yeah. is gone right uh atlantis the city of it Atl- that was a real fucking thing is gone we have these resets and i think that we're about to go through another reset right now hey brother it's your fucking birthday and uh are you you, you seem sober as fuck what's going on man i
2: haven't drinking since like uh fourth july or smoked weed even really? i just chilling for a little bit yeah just chilling out for a little bit you know like kind of I'll uh, hit hitting the gym and stuff like that. Like I was, I got four beers in there. I might drink one after this, but then I was just like, kind of, I was like trying to get a little Be right before the show. I took a little, like a little power nap. Cause like I said, I had a long day at work and then, and it was also my fault that I stayed up till like one 32 o'clock to argue with people for no reason.
3: <laughs> That's funny, dude. I took a power nap today too, because I had uh my first one-on-one with a personal trainer and he kicked nice fucking ass today, dude. I was, I was so dead. I was like, I have to take a power nap before I jump on this fucking podcast. But the reason I asked is because I got a, uh, I got this uh, vodka right here and I was going to take a birthday shot with you. But if you're not drinking, then I'm not going to do it.
2: Yeah, I don't have any liquor. I mean, I have a beer. I could drink a beer with you, but uh, then I don't want to have to run away. We'll we'll do it after the the show. (laughs) That way we don't have to run off the camera like, hey,
3: hold on, man. (laughs) Hell yeah. All right. Well, we didn't hit an hour and a half, but you know what? I think that was a good fucking show. We packed a lot in the small amount of time that we were on. And Matt was great. And obviously, obviously you came on and fucking crushed like you always all of us
2: well we had a great conversation that's what's the best part about it
3: so um what's going on with the music man because i think that there's some cool shit coming out from uh van tesla and uh collaborations with sean chris
2: yeah uh, me and uh joel well joel's working on the um soundtrack to the movie that tony merkel is putting out i mean we can't get with too many details about the uh uh, you know, I don't want to step on Tony's toes. You know what I mean? He's got a lot riding on and he's doing a lot. So, but, you know, we just say it's like in the basic area of some paranormal shit. Uh, we so kind of mentioned can, a little bit. Say, Skin skinwalker yeah. Ranch, right? Yeah, it's as far as I, I can go. Yeah. So like the whole paranormal skinwalker stuff. And uh, Joe's doing the whole... Um, Soundtrack. soundtrack to it yeah and uh we just finished a song and we're going to shoot a music video pretty soon to it and then we're going to release it probably hopefully mid august or late august before we want to put it out because we really want to uh get this uh skinwalker um a lot a lot of eyes on it because man tony does great shit man and tony's a good dude that that that's what's so cool about a lot of the people we meet in this world that we do is that there's so many great people and that they, they could show us how to build our own little economies. Like also I was on a, a, a podcast as well. Um, Perma pasture farms. I, I would suggest people go check them out. Uh, they can help you like learning how to start your own farm and oh, wow. you can buy things from them. Like it, it, they're really cool people. And, and again there are people that are trying to help uh unplug you know that's how we unplug that's we got to get away from the system and we got to build our own but yeah more music's going to be coming what was the name of soon. that
3: podcast again
2: uh perma pasture farms they're also going to have a perma pasture pipcast. cast uh, that, and so that's also i think it's already out that may, may be on all uh po- uh podcasting platforms but i'm not sure about that one but i'm pretty sure that uh
3: for sure you could check them out at
2: perma pasture farms on youtube
3: I wrote that down. I'm gonna go check that out. And uh, I thought we were friends, asshole. You didn't even tell me you were on that fucking show.
2: You didn't see it? I posted on the uh, uh, on the IG, but I know everybody doesn't get to see everything. That's what sucks. You think that everybody sees? Because it's weird. Like I know, because I'll notice because. All of a sudden, like you or somebody that I know, like they'll just get a bunch of likes on a bunch of videos that are like from the last seven days. And I'm like, oh, they must barely be getting my feed.
3: (laughs) Yeah, dude, I, I, I think I liked something today. And I was like, yo, this is fucking great. And I looked at it and it was something you posted and it was two days ago. And I was like, why the fuck am I just seeing this shit now? Well, you know, there's so much search people and and I've noticed like, fuck, dude, I'm so shadow banned right now. I went from thousands of story views to hundreds of story views. And now I'm, I'm lucky to break fucking three digits if,
2: Oh yeah. If that, but uh, it's still, it's all love we do. We, we, we just do what we do. We keep grinding away at it and chipping away and uh, doing what we do.
3: Hell yeah. Well, uh, I'm Catalyst Jones That's Sean, Chris, and this is the white rabbit podcast. You can find us on every major platform, uh, including Roku devices under the Patriot podcast network. So go check us out and fuck YouTube. We're not on there because, uh, uh, we're waiting for, we got two strikes and we're waiting for a really juicy one to get our third. Yeah, yeah.
2: that's a good, I like that. I like that strategy.
3: <laughs> so where can everybody find your stuff? Because you have an amazing podcast with Joel Thomas, who I fucking love to death, dude. That guy is so talented. Yeah. and And he definitely makes your show like complete. It's fucking, your show is amazing.
2: Well, yeah, I think both of our shows, like I think, well, these are both of my shows, White Rabbit and Kill the Mockingbirds. You can check Kill the Mockingbirds on all podcast uh, streaming platform devices. And you can find Kill the Mockingbird's Telegram. Try to follow us on the Telegram. We try to get a little bit more loose on there until they start, Uh, you know, th- there's a little bit less censorship on there at the time. And then you can all go always uh, to Instagram, Operation Kill the Mockingbirds, and you'll find my stuff there. And hopefully by the end of this year, if I can get my act together, I'll have a website. But if not, you can go there.
3: <laughs> oh, you are going to have a website very soon because the Patriot Podcast Network is creating a website and all of us are going to have our own nice. website on that. So that's going to be fucking awesome. That's, that's coming very soon. Um, Sean, I love you, brother. Happy birthday, man. Appreciate it. And uh, yo, keep digging down those rabbit holes. We are out.
5: They gon' try to call you names, label you with things till you're ashamed, you're a sexist or a racist, white supremacist or gay, they'll attack your reputation, claim that you're the one to blame, and try to make you hate yourself for ways that you behave, they're just names, embrace them and they'll never cause you pain, they're just words that another person thought up in their brain, they're just names, they do not define you, that's insane, and they'll just call you something different if you change. Call me racist. I don't make no BLM donations. I can stand with black folks without a branded corporation. All this systemic prejudice. If you live in this nation, you privilege black or Caucasian call me transphobic but i support you in your policies i just can't ignore the very basics of biology all i see is men and women trying to live in harmony not a hundred genders that you want to be call me snowflake because i'm offended i ain't stone-faced social justice warriors destroying us with woke ways mad because they voted for the potus with the most hate <laughs> Man, I miss the old days Call me loser, call me bigot Call me stupid, call me bitter Call me ugly, call me cracker Call me doucher, call me triggered You can call me what you want Cause at the end of the day Man, they're just names Go ahead and call us names
1: Dog, do your thing We ain't tripping cause we heard it all before Give a damn about the names
5: Repeat it till you really start believing what they say They gon' stamp it on your forehead and scream it till you break They love to say they woke, they not awake They're just names Afraid of anyone who ain't the same So they classify your thoughts as controversial, not okay Then they cancel you till everything you have all gets erased They tryna tell the world you bad They're just names call me conservative or liberal republican or democrat i'm somewhere in the middle but y'all don't know what to do with that the system got you so obsessed with classifying right or left you never call a person human call them names instead call me sexist men run the world because they're aggressive but behind every man there's a woman just as successful we will never be equal in every way that ain't helpful our differences are why we're great together Call me white devil. I know you think the system favors me. My privilege is residual benefits from the slavery. Subconscious prejudice embedded in the system made for me. Don't mean I never struggled to survive. I guess we ain't agree. Ignorant and jaded. Call me dumb, uneducated. Call me idiot or redneck or delusional or crazy. Call me anything society has taught you to say. Because at the end
1: of the day, they're just names. Go ahead and call us names, dog. phones but your words don't hurt so give me your worst, stupid loser